Welcome back to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric, and let me ask you a question. We're going to get right into it. Are you a real options trader? I know that's kind of a ridiculous question. Of course, if you trade options and you're a real person, then you must be a real options trader, right? And that is true. But let me tell you why this is on my mind this week and why I wanted to kind of talk about that today is I got a really good question over on the podcast community over at stockmarketoptionstrading.net. That is our free trading community where we talk about the podcast, we talk about various trades in the market. And someone asked the question, it's a very valid question. We get these, you probably asked this yourself uh, before. When you sell an option that's out of the money and then the option turns into the money, meaning that the trade went against you, what do you do? What are, what are your options? What do most people do? How do you handle it? So it was kind of a, uh, a question about, you know, how do you handle sort of a losing trade, but specifically around uh, being an option seller where it's out of the money and that option then goes in the money. And if you're new to options, um, selling options out of the money, typically the goal is to sell something for a certain price and to buy it back for cheaper uh, or have it expire worthless altogether. And the way that it does that is by staying out of the money, meaning the option stays away from the current price, whichever side you're on, whether you're bullish or bearish. And if that option expires worthless or it stays out of the money uh, over a certain amount of time, that option can become cheaper and you can buy it back. However, if the price goes against you and that option goes in the money, either side calls or puts, then you are going to start losing. And then you actually have a, uh, an obligation to buy that security. So that's where that contract comes in. So the, it's a very valid question about, well, what do you do when that option goes in the money? And there's basically three things you can do here. You could buy the option back for a loss, just take the loss, close it. You could try and roll or adjust the option, maybe roll it out in time or uh, up or down in price, depending on you know if it's a call or put, you could try to get it back, roll it so that it's out of the money again and hopefully that trade will work out. Um, or you can just let it go and then you would either get assigned the stock. If it, maybe you had sold a naked put and the stock goes in the money or the option goes in the money, you would end up having to buy the stock or maybe you're doing covered calls and the stock uh, the stock would get called away. So those are the, you know, basically the three things that can happen. But what it got me thinking about was, well, what type of options trader are you? And when I asked the original question of, of you know, are you a real options trader? Uh, what I meant was, are you an options trader that is trading the nature of, or the behavior of the options? Are you trading the Greeks? For example, if you open this trade with the idea that, oh, the IV is high and I think that the IV will come down and therefore uh, I can, um, you know, make a profit uh, on that uh, trade. Or maybe I, you're a theta trader and you're looking to make money through the passage of time. Those are what would be considered more of an options trader, right? You're using those elements to try to find uh, trades based on basically the options Greek. So in my sort of opinion, I think that would be a, and I don't want to say maybe real is not the, uh, right, the right word. Maybe the word is a true options trader, right? A true options trader is going to be uh, weighting the Greeks more in their decision-making than maybe a stock trader. And that's sort of the other type of trader is 
if you're a technical analysis trader or maybe fundamental analysis or whatever, but if you're a technical analysis trader and you're looking at the stock chart and making a decision, and I do this a lot, where you're saying, okay, I'm gonna sell some options out of the money here because I think the stock is gonna go up or I think the stock is not gonna go down uh, or vice versa if you're bearish. Um, at that point, you're less of an options trader and you're more of a stock trader, but you're using options to capture profit by expressing your opinion of what you think the stock is going to do. And obviously all options trades are leveraged to a certain point. So you're basically saying, uh, if you think the stock is gonna go up and you're looking at the chart, you are using options for a leveraged trade to express your opinion. There's a lot, a lot of opinions that can be expressed with options. Uh, for example, you can make money if the stock doesn't do anything, right? So uh, you wouldn't wanna just buy a stock if you thought the stock was gonna trade sideways. So there's some reasons why you would uh, be uh, looking more to the, the price of the, the stock as opposed to maybe what the Greeks are telling you. So in that case, I think you're a little bit more of a stock trader who's using options to express your opinion and you're also implementing some sort of leverage. So for the question that this person was asking about, you know, what do people do when their option goes in the money that they've sold? And it really depends. There's so many uh, situations. So for example, and I've discussed this, I think a couple episodes ago, I was talking about how I was building a position in Amazon and I was using covered calls. So in this case, if I'm the owner of, let's say a hundred shares of stock and I'm selling covered calls and the stock goes up to the call price or the strike price of the call option, then I have to decide, well, do I wanna keep the stock? Um, maybe it's a long-term position. If you get called away, it may change your you know, long-term gains, gains versus short-term gains, depending on how long you've owned the stock. There could be uh, dividend sort of consideration. So before you even start selling covered calls, you have to have the idea in mind of, okay, am I okay with this getting called away? If you're okay with that, maybe you're doing the wheel strategy where you're selling puts till you're assigned and then you're selling covered calls until it gets called away, then in that particular situation, you're just gonna let the options contract do what it's supposed to do. It's If you sell a naked put on, let's say Apple, and it goes down to that strike at the expiration, you're gonna be an owner of 100 shares. And then you sell covered calls, and then if the stock rallies through that strike, it'll get called away, and that's okay. So the short answer is, you don't have to do anything if you're that type of trader, if you're okay with the get, getting called away. If you're not okay with it getting called away, and let's say you're, let's go back to the covered call example, and you sell that covered call, and your intention was to create income and not necessarily get rid of the stock, then you're gonna either have to buy the call back for a loss and just take the loss, or you could consider rolling the option up and out. So the way you would do that is, let's say you had seven or seven days left on the, the option, and you were in the money. Well, you could look to roll it out 30 days and possibly up a few strikes for break even or maybe a credit or maybe even a small loss, depending on um, how much uh, loss you're willing to take on this trade. And then you could roll it out to give that option more time to uh, profit or maybe get out for break even. So again, the answer here is going to depend on what your idea of the trade was and uh, to begin with. Why were you selling that option? 
Um, obviously you're selling the option to make money, but it's not good enough to say, I'm going to sell a put or a call to make money. You actually ultimately are going to need an opinion of what the stock is going to do. And if it goes against your opinion, you're going to need to reassess. So let's say you were uh, selling puts uh, with the idea that you thought the stock wasn't going to go down and you really don't want to take assignment. Well, when that option goes in the money, you now are going to be forced to buy the stock and you'll have to decide, well, is this what I really wanted to do? Do I think the stock is going to go up from here? Or am I just, you know, if it does, obviously it goes back out of the money, then, you know, you could recoup or, or maybe the trade could still win. But you have to decide what your trading plan is before you get into that trade and what what the trigger is going to be for you to get out for it to go in the money um, maybe that's the trigger hey if if you know if you're trading um apple or whatever and you say hey if it goes down to the strike i'm out maybe that's your stop you're you're gonna you're gonna uh stop out if the, the option goes in the money and that's a plan too but that's just something that needs to be decided on before you actually get into that trade about what are you trading what is the decision to get into the trade and what's going to happen for you to close that trade? Maybe it's a certain amount of loss. Maybe you're selling in far out of the money option. Um, a lot of zero DTE people do this where they'll sell a Delta 10 or something option that's really far out of the money. The risk is high, but the probability is also high. And if they lose more than one or 200% of that credit, they'll close the trade. So it's a little bit more systematic and that's okay too. At that point, you're more of a probability trader because you're saying, hey, this the probability of this thing staying out of the money is very high. Therefore, I'm going to try to profit from that. But if it goes against me, I'm only willing to risk a certain amount of money. So maybe that's what your trigger is. Well, how much money are you willing to risk? Uh, maybe it's a stop. If you're trading spreads, you've already defined your risk. So there's a lot of um, quote unquote options here for you to consider. And, and there's no one size fits all. I just wanted you to think about what type of options trader you're going to be if you're an option seller or if you're really using options as leverage because you, you follow price action more or maybe you're strictly trading the Greeks and there's definitely a combination of all of those together uh, and different styles. So I hope that got you thinking about what you're doing in your account. I hope it helps. Thanks for listening and subscribing and we'll see you in the next episode.